This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show for another episode of our Let's Talk Arsenal series and specifically our preview show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal game. And I will always, fingers crossed, be joined by some members of the Discord server. And I am, and I'm very thankful to them today. It's a little bit of an impromptu show. About two hours ago, I was thinking, I'm going to have. I was going to say a chill evening. I'm doing two other shows, not on here, but a little bit later on. So it's not that much of a chill evening. But yeah, I was like, I'll jump on. I mean, I've worked for, what, nine hours. Let's let's work a little bit more. Uh, let's bring in those guests, though. First of all, if you haven't already, please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're on your own here. Joining us for his second show in a row, it's Lewis. How you doing, mate? Are you well? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Yes, glad to have you back, mate. Glad to have you back. And it's been a little bit of a while, but I'm glad to welcome back Pablo. How you doing, mate? Are you well? Hey, Tom. How you guys? How's everyone doing? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Glad to be back. Glad to be Good. back. I'm all serious. It's interesting because both of you I saw when I was at the Emirates the other week. So uh, I've got the old TGT in real life crew, if you if you like, <laughs> onto the pop, which is great. We are. This is an interesting game because I mean we we earned our way back into this competition playing against West Brom's B team, basically, and we beat them very comfortably. And we have another what you'd expect to be comfortable opponent in the third round, which is weird for Arsenal because I mean the last time we were in the League Cup, I remember we played Leicester and Liverpool. And, and then I think it was, what, Manchester City that knocked us out. So this is a nice little run that we've got of some, what you would describe in the most respectable way as winnable games. Lewis, are you expecting this to be a comfortable performance or do you think the heavy rotation, which I think we're all expecting, could derail any kind of consistency? No, we'll go through. He says... Simple stuff. Pablo! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I've... I've... There will be heavy rotation, but like in terms of players, they'll have all made in my team anyway. They've all had, um, or more or less, all had first team minutes at some point this season. It's not like chucking in the team that played Swindon. You know, it's going to be heavy yeah. rotation, but first team players, and you would hope that that's going just about enough to get um, to get us. What is still probably going to be a tough test. 
it's going to be a tough test. It's always there's no easy games in football, as, as the saying goes. But Pablo, this is an opportunity for a couple of things. First of all is rest. And I think as we saw against Burnley that we, we are in need of, of some rest for some of these players. And the other one is, of course, uh, the opportunity to see some of the youngsters used in this game. The likes of Charlie Patino, possibly maybe Kido Taylor-Hart following Balogun getting another opportunity. Which of the two do you think is the most key? Uh, I think, to be honest, it's the rest. Um, I'll go with the rest side of it. Um, I mean, the players, are, they run their nuts off against um, Burnley at the weekend. Eloquently and, put, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you kind of, you don't really want to see any of them players, the likes of Partey, um, Smith, Rowe, Teeny, any of them playing, really. Um, no disrespect to Wimbledon, uh, AFC Wimbledon, but we should be able to beat them with our second string team, I believe, quite comfortably as well. How? In, who are you looking at, Pablo, as the key rests, the ones that are needing rest? You mentioned Tierney and Partey and that, but is there anyone that you feel really does genuinely need to benefit from a rest? Uh, yeah, Saka. He's one. Um, I've, to be honest with you, his form has dropped massively recently. Mm. Not massively, but it's dropped compared to his high standards that he normally produces. Um, but I think that's just down to having a busy summer, obviously, with the Euros. Um, he had a lot of pressure on him last season. We heavily relied on him. Um, and not so much so this season, but you can see that his, his legs are starting to go. I think he needs a bit of a rest completely. Mm, yeah, I would tend to agree. I mean, there's even part of me that's tempted to to drop him for the Spurs game, which seems crazy when you think about Bukai Saka, but he has dropped off so much that maybe just a game out of things would, would help him. Or is it, Lewis, possibly to do with, you consider his position on the pitch? He's been playing on the left-hand side under Arteta, and I think we all would agree that he's probably most effective on the other side. Is it as simple as just changing the side he plays on? See, I actually prefer, as good as he was on the right, I think mm. Pepe's end product ends up being better on the right. I think, you know, if you can get him playing closer to the striker. And I think as well, Saka's had a really good relationship with Tierney on that left-hand side. Maybe part of it is um, Tierney not being in his usual because when them two are on fire, it really reminds me of when we had Cole and Pires on that left-hand side support in the, uh, the, the striker who mm. obviously was on green. We ain't got somebody quite like that at the moment, but that type of thing that you get that left side working, um, you just let Pepe come in and do the finishing. So I'm maybe he just needs a rest. Maybe Tierney also could do with the rest and hopefully be really fresh for North London Derby on Sunday and get back in a good form. Yeah, I mean, you look at kind of who's going to be available for that North London derby and you look at the whole squad, I'm pretty sure, unless there are any injuries on Wednesday, literally the entire squad is is fit. Xhaka uh, comes back from suspension. Now, Nenny is said to be already ahead of schedule in terms of his recovery and could even be available for this, this week's game. So the entire squad is there, which means that this game is an opportunity for heavy rotation. And I think in, that's reflected in, in a lot of our lineups. And I mean, let's jump into those lineups. Before we do that, let's just say hello to the chat box. Good evening, everyone that is 
indeed joining us. We've got Stephen and Omar and Mo and MIL, uh, who is tired in the chat box. I did ask how everyone was. Tired is a good word. So Monday, a Monday is just, you know, it's one of those where you <laughs> when you finish your shift, you're like, oh, when is the weekend coming? Um, but yeah, it's it's been a long Monday, but I'm hoping you, you guys can enjoy a, a more chilled evening. Uh, we've plenty more Arsenal content. I'll be going over to the Arsenal Lounge a little bit later on this evening with Mo uh, and uh, and Lev and Shaheen. So make sure you do tune in for that. But let's go to our lineups. Lewis, we start with yours. Talk us through it. Um, so I think we need to swap out that back five because uh, they're going to be critical for Sunday. Tavares needs minutes in his legs. Uh, Leno, keep him sharp. Mary has proved quite all right, save for the start of this season. Game against lower league opposition would be decent for him. Holding, just come back from fitness again. You want him playing, getting minutes, getting that rotation in. And I think Chambers, you know, if we're going to be playing that sort of similar style, you know, the uh, if, if we're playing Tommy Asu at right back as our number one, I think Chambers is a is a closer fit stylistically to Tommy Asu than, say, Cedric. And you'll see that there's players here that we're wanting to break into the first team. Chambers, I think, gives you a similar style of uh, right-back performance uh, as Tommy Asu, at least compared to Cedric. Um, Elneny, I've heard he's back, seen him in training, and I think he'll give a little bit of solidity. And I'd love to see Ainsley come in. I thought of the two midfielders that came on to replace um, Party and I think Smithrow on the weekend, I thought Ainsley was really good. He was really good. Making yeah. really good progressive passes. He's using his pace to eat up ground when they were trying to when the game got stretched and that gap in the middle, he just swept up everything to kind of pit, pinch a few things before it got there. Um, the I've, I've gone with the Mill Smith throw for two reasons. One, um, because he has a good relationship with Lacazette, who leads my front line. And two, it kind of dovetails nicely with the fluidity of, say, Balogun and Martinelli. This, this, this starting 11 can allow for maybe playing Balogun just off Lacazette to try and get him closer. And Emil Smith-Rowe may be playing either on the right or the left with Martinelli. Mm. Um, and I think as well, especially for Lacazette, A, you want him getting minutes in. B, he's always got a really good record against Spurs. You know, you want... This could be a good game for him to notch up a couple of goals and maybe push for a start against Spurs. Mm. And if you've got Emil Smith-Rowe knocking around i think odegaard will definitely play but don't be surprised if if arteta on sunday does the dreaded Ober and lacquer in the same team but it's critical with how lacquer plays against um um against wimbledon, wimbledon on wednesday mm. Sophie talked about that yesterday on the podcast and she mentioned that maybe it's an idea to go with the, the double threat again of Lacazette and moving uh, Aubameyang out to the left. There's, there's always something about Aubameyang on the left that I can't quite jump on the train of. Um, when he's done comfortably well there at times i mean he was key in the left on the left wing in our fa cup run in 2020 so it's it's difficult isn't it to to suggest going to to put a bammy on the left because you think what well, if you play him at striker that's the best chance he's going to get at scoring he needs goals um and there's even an argument maybe that he, maybe that he should play in this game to get him you know confident and, and scoring goals but none of us the sneak peek is none of us have gone for a bammy 
at striker just before we go to, to pablo's lineup in the chat box puresh thank you ever so much for joining us really appreciate the kind comments joshua is one of our new listeners imagine that it's 2021 and we're still getting new listeners joining us it's fantastic to see so welcome joshua and already our long-time listeners are making you feel very much welcome which is fantastic to see from the community as always uh, let's then go to pablo's team August through it, mate. Cool. Well, obviously the back five is pretty much the same as Lewis, but it is exactly the same as Lewis's. Um, I think obviously I'm really excited to see Tether Tavares play more minutes. Um, he looks really, really promising. So I'd love to see him on the left hand side there. Um, Chambers, he's he is what he is. He's a very good backup to our new solid right back. Do you know how good is that guy though? <laughs> I know he's only been two games, but Tiramisu, he's the guy who I'm telling you. No, no, I will not accept that. But yeah, (laughs) him on the right, uh, Chambers on the right, and obviously Marion Holden have played there together for a while. Um, I've gone with a slightly different midfield. I'd love to see that Patino play um, and see how he gets on. If he's not working out and he's not sort of, we're not winning or anything can always swap him over for one of the more experienced players but i'd love to see him start because he's been on form he's literally been so good for the under 23s um and then up front obviously martinelli balogun and lacazette exactly the same as lewis's um yeah i see the tiramisu thing is kind of catching on (laughs) (laughs) i'm not happy about this at all No. So, so, so I tell you what, though, about that, though, I think it could always, I think that nickname might stick, you know, Pablo, because I tell you what, Tiramisu's a coffee based dessert, and you can definitely say this about Tommy Asso is that he's full of beans. Yeah, oh, oh, there you go. There there even a to go I was it. wondering where that was going, Lewis. I was like, where is this? <laughs> It's like, where is this guy? But yeah, he runs for days. So he runs for days. I mean, I could be full of beans for, for very, very different reasons. Um, moving on to uh, Pablo's. Uh, we finished with Pablo's team with my team uh, for the day. Slightly different look. Uh, I agree with you, Pablo. I'd, I'd chuck Patino in. I was in a few tweets today actually saying like, um, he's like, he's still too young and we shouldn't be throwing him in yet and we need to chill. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like this kid is so good. Like he needs to be given these opportunities. If you're if you've been given, you don't always get, as we know from 2020, when we're in the League Cup in 2020, you handed Leicester and Liverpool and Manchester City. You're not going to give an opportunity to Patino in those games. But when you go up against a lower league opposition in the third round of the League Cup, this is the perfect time to put him in with the first team players and giving him an opportunity. It's not about chilling on this kid right now. It's not like I'm suggesting, right, get him in that North London derby. It's not like I'm saying that. It's a case of managing the expectations, yes, but use him in a sensible fixture. And I think this is a sensible fixture. But yes, we've all gone with the same, the back line. The back five is is a full change besides Cedric. is the only change I've got. The only reason I've gone for Cedric is because... You know, I, I don't know why I've gone for Cedric. <laughs> Chambers seems like such a good suggestion. But Cedric is more attacking. I'm not his biggest fan. And that's why I said I'm not so keen on that. But it's just the idea of playing Cedric, I think, will give us more going forwards than Chambers will. I don't think we need to necessarily worry about defensively against Wimbledon. We're going to dominate possession. We're going to dominate the ball, you would expect. Um, I've gone with Cedric for that reason of kind of, you know, 
push, pushing forwards. Thank you to Napalm Relief in the chat box, who's one of our new uh, Twitch members. We do stream these on Twitch, believe it or not. I know I don't give any love to the Twitch streams usually, but uh, it's because no one watches on Twitch. But we do stream these to Twitch if you want to go and check them out. Um, Lacongo, Ainsley, Maitland-Niles and Patino in the middle, kind of as a, a midfield three. I have changed the shape slightly just to kind of give some indication. I don't want to describe Patino as an out-and-out out 10 because he's not that just yet. Um, he needs to specialise. He may become a 10 in the future, but so I've kind of left it up to the ambiguous there. But Balogun, Lacazette, Martinelli as the front three. I'm fine with that. Balogun, people might say, needs to play at striker. I would agree with you. I think he does need to play at striker, but he needs to also play in this game. And if that means playing him slightly out of position, then I'm fine with it for this specific game. I'm looking forward and I'm going to ask you all, all of the same question, other than Patino, because I, I'm not sure it's a shoe, a shoe in that he will start. But I'm looking forward to seeing Tavares play in this game. Um, I, I'm liking him. And I had so many doubts about him prior to coming in. Speaking to people who watched him for Benfica, so many doubts coming out from Portugal about how good he is, his talent, how defensively kind of weak he is. And I know we've not been able to really see him be tested so far. But I'm liking what he does going forward. So I like his kind of caution to the like thrown caution to the wind and just going for it. I kind of like that about him. Um, he he obviously will need to be more refined. But yeah, Pablo, who are you most looking forward to seeing in this game? Yeah, like I said, um, I went the same as you, Tom. As I said earlier, um, Tavares for me is I think he's nowhere near ready. Pablo, you, you, you're Brazilian heritage. T- tell yes. us, Tavares. How do we pronounce Portuguese? How would you pronounce him? They say the way they say the S is like the sh at the end, so it's Tavares. Like that. It's like really, okay. yeah. Because I'm hearing so many different things. I've got someone who's a Portuguese friend of mine lives in Lisbon saying he just says it like Tavares, like he doesn't go with the R, like the R is rolled and you don't really hear it. So yeah, I mean, even he said oh it. God. He even said it in a weird way as well. <laughs> so he's got he one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited to see him. Um, I want to see Balagon get a chance. Balagon definitely needs to get a chance. Martinelli as well. Them three for me are the key ones. Um, Laconga, I don't want him to play the whole game because I'd prefer him to start at the North London derby alongside Partey. Um, so just a brief spell, just to sort of basically get us in the front foot, hopefully, and then get him off and rested. Um, but I've just got a funny feeling Shaka's going to play. It's going to be Partey Shaka for North London one. But yeah, yeah. so to me, them, them three players are my main players. Balogun, Martin, I, I can't believe that he can get sent off against Man City in our worst defeat for a while and yet be brought back in for that game. Like, uh, I mean, I can, I know it's very possible. I just, oh, the idea, (laughs) the idea of that just really gets to me. Lewis, who are you most looking forward to seeing on Wednesday? I want to say Balogun because I think got a really raw deal um, Mm. by being thrown on lastminute.com against um, Chelsea, uh, Brentford. I think it was really, really tough for him to try and lead that line. And I think against this kind of caliber of opposition, I think he'll do well. I think it'll be physical. I think it does suit him. He's actually quite physical. I will say this. I I love Emil Smith-Rowe, and I want to see him play because I want to see him push for a start. But mm. I'd be really excited to see if Patino does manage to sneak that way into the starting eleven, And just to kind of back up something when you guys were talking about him, he'd be playing with better players than he was when we did play Swindon. 
if we're if we're looking at like the starting eleven that we've Swindon was the um, the Papa John's defeat. Yeah, the, the Papa John's defeat, yes. so he's yeah. playing predominantly with under twenty threes. But if you see, you look how Emil Smith Rowe look. I think plays better at number ten when he plays uh, behind Lacazette. I think if you've got somebody like Lacazette there, and maybe Patino gets a chance in there, mate. I'd be excited to see that, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going to be excited to look at Balogun because I can't see why you wouldn't play him. Because as much as anything, we haven't got, don't laugh, we haven't got Willian and we haven't got Reese Nelson. So <laughs> It's our, not possible our, not our to width, laugh, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> but our width options actually are reduced in terms of people that would be fresh into those positions. Yes, you can stick Emil out there, but like in terms of fresh players in rotation, because mm. you need... Martinelli and Balogun to come in so looking forward to seeing them guys yeah me too I, I, I'm really looking forward to Wednesday more so than you'd ever would think for a third round league cup game against Wimbledon but I'm looking forward to seeing what we do I won't be as soon as we see that Patino's not in the squad and Balogun's not starting and we've gone with the same team that beat Burnley but other than that it's going to be great uh, let's jump into the chat box before we wrap things up and say hello to some more people Joshua who is one of our newer listeners says hi I don't often get to go to many Arsenal matches due to travel inconvenience but this will be my second ever game watching Arsenal live at the Emirates on a Wednesday soaking in the build up already Joshua I hope you have a fantastic time my first Arsenal game was in the League Cup um, so I, I can feel the same nostalgia coming through. Mark says, got to be honest, I don't want to see too much rotation with the exception of Tavares for Tierney. I want to see our best. That's really interesting, Mark. I like, just want to see, and I, to be fair, I get it. I get it. You want to keep the momentum up, keep them playing together and the consistency going, get us through to the next round, especially, I want to see us progress, like the League Cup. And that's something I haven't really asked you two on, actually, and we'll finish the show on this. But Pablo, the League Cup is always a, a cup that's, you know, never given kind of the gloss of the FA Cup or anything else. And it's definitely not prioritised over getting into, say, the top four or even the top six. I think all of us would rather see us get top six, to be honest, than win the League Cup, which is a bit of a strange one. But when they've now downgraded the prize of winning the League Cup from Europa League qualification to Conference League qualification, it's made it even worse, arguably. So what, how do you how do you look at the League Cup as Arsenal attacking it this season? Well, to be honest with you, um, six is will be probably overachieving, trying to get fifth or sixth, because we are a new squad. <laughs> I don't mean to sound down about it. We are a new squad. I love the players that Arteta's brought in, um, and they do as well. But it's uh, still time to gel and bed in. And I still don't think, as a whole squad, we're big enough. You saw the first few games having these players off, like the likes of um, Partey and um Gabriel and all these players sort of not playing um, dramatically changed uh, <laughs> the, our performance. Um, so I think personally um, we should concentrate massively on the cups. Just try and go for a cup. If we can get back into Europe before we win in the FA Cup, or do you, do you go anywhere if you win this Carabao Cup? Yeah, the Conference League. I forget that. <laughs> 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 but, Brilliant. It, it would be nice for us to win it though. It'd be nice for but us not to anymore. Win. Not anymore. <laughs> now I've told you that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. mind. It'd be nice for us to win because we obviously don't tend to do very well in this cup. We don't normally win it. But hopefully we win something else or finish above six now, just so we don't go on that silly cup. I, I I do struggle to disagree. Like the Conference League, like 
Why? Why does it exist? Like, it really shouldn't be a thing. It's just another money-grabbing opportunity. They they played it out like it's a, it's a chance to get more clubs across the continent that wouldn't typically play in, in Europe into those competitions. But no, it's awful. Like, it's really bad. But saying that, I know a lot of people, obviously, who are fans from abroad and on the continent are buzzing for it. Like, they're really excited about it. And it is a very continental way of, of kind of looking at the Europa League. Is like you look at how Villarreal celebrated winning that competition, how Sevilla have prioritized in the past, even how Atletico Madrid, who we now think of as very much one of the biggest teams across Europe, how much they prioritized that competition, beat us, of course, in the semis. So, it is interesting how the continent views these lower-level European competitions in comparison to, to, to England and English teams. It's just because, I suppose, that the, the, the benchmark's so much higher. But, Lewis, just kind of rounding off the show, how do you view the League Cup in kind of Arsenal's list of priorities? And, and how would you want Arsenal to approach it? Especially, say, if we got into those semi-finals, which, by the way, take place during the period that Partey and Elneny will be over in the African Cup of Nations. So... How do you feel about the competition? I think... That, that, again, don't laugh. If we've got half a chance... You're saying Willian again. If we've got half a chance of getting in the top four, sack it off. <laughs> I told you not to laugh. But... Yeah, sorry. The way, the way, look, we're trying to build something with this squad. And I'm not just talking about the squad that we've assembled for 150 million... Also, the likes of Patino and Keita Taylor-Hart and uh, other promising youngsters. In, you could even call, include Bereth, you know, in that type of thing. If we yeah. win this competition, two things. One, it's a it's a um, it's a trophy that Arsene Wenger never won in his twenty odd years with us, and it puts us into a European competition. And without we all sack off the Europa League and we want to get back in the Champions League, but how crucial is Saka's development that he had the Europa League to play in? Um, mm. If we're not in Europe and we're not having these midweek games, how likely is it that Charlie Patino at the age of 18 going on 19 is going to get any minutes for Arsenal? So, And I think as well, with our core squad having been built together and doing the main week-to-week games now, they'll be in a much better position when we have to flip between the two squads next season where you look at them down the road, they their squad is really mismanaged. It's really weird. It's a really weird squad. Great first 11-ish. But the, the, their future planning is rubbish. That's why they're having to put Kane in against Wren and whatnot, because they mm. haven't got anybody better. Whereas our, our youth is pretty sure. good. And I think we've got... We need to get into Europe next season. And even if, even if it is the Conference League... It, it, it's part of our development so we can actually crack on and uh, and, and hopefully be help our better league performances, not next season, but maybe two or three seasons after that. It's genuinely not something I'd really considered is looking at Spurs' squad for the future. I mean, they, they did bring in the likes of Christian Romero in 23. Go on, sorry. I, I, only um, uh, Clive from uh, um, Arsenal Vision mentioned yeah. it. They said they've got a problem. When you, when you listen to them, and, he, and he's not wrong. You know, they probably mm. maybe edge us at the moment right now in terms of if you look first 11 and squad depth, maybe, maybe just a little bit ahead of us this season. But if they don't get Europa League football, they mm. are stuck. They are stuck. 
and that is why I'm really enthusiastic about, sorry to kind of piggyback off the end of it, I'm looking forward no, to the North fine. London Derby on Sunday, because, you know, we've got, imagine if we win that on Sunday with this young, exciting squad, yeah. and you look at Harry Kane, who wants to leave and go to City, and Hyung Min Son, who's a year older than him, and yeah, he signed a new deal, but imagine he gets absolutely battered by... Tommy Asu because he just can't he's never played against a right back as good as our coffee bean guy on the right hand side. <laughs> like, like, that like, coffee bean analogy is not going anywhere does I'm going to make it stick I'm making it stick I'm going to do it for you Pablo doing it for you <laughs> <laughs> we've got tiramisu and coffee bean analogies going on it's ridiculous <laughs> like, what, what has this channel become unreal unbelievable for those that have joined and thinking what on earth is going on do scroll back for the context because context is absolutely key uh, but yeah i mean looking at the squads like i know what you mean like harry kane 28 uh deli alley 29 lucas mora 29 and you go down like they've had to bring in brian hill at 20s unproven deli alley's i can't believe deli alley's on 25 it feels like he's been around forever uh i can't believe hewerberg's only 26 to be fair and don belly doesn't seem that settled at 24 either harry winks 25 doesn't look that good oliver skip coming through lots of potential matt doherty they signed 29 royale emerson royale has had a stinker in the first couple of games which is great uh regulon still 24 and he's kind of dipped as well i mean i'm convincing myself they've got a terrible squad but they're going to batter us on sunday and i'm going to cry <laughs> but you know fingers crossed that doesn't happen um but it's yeah I, I genuinely always dread the north london derby i don't know what it is but especially in more recent times and whilst kane's been around i i dread that game so much so much and when we won last season the thing is because i dread it so much it means i enjoy the wins so much more uh, and when we won that game at home last season we have a couple of spurs fans in my lads group chat and i have never given it as much as i gave it to them in that chat when we won and it was absolutely glorious anyway we look forward to bringing you the preview show for the north london derby later on this week i do want to take an opportunity to thank my brilliant guests for today's show lewis always a pleasure mate thanks for coming on oh thanks for having me back no problem at all you can find lewis nowhere other than the discord server that's that's where you can find him <laughs> find him in the discord server pablo is a little bit more self-centered he'd like you to follow him on twitter at pablo mirror 11 <laughs> i love make how much sure you do. <laughs> make always, sure you do always uh, I love how much your Twitter account's grown. I think you had, what, seven followers when you started? Yeah, yeah. Out, yeah, when I started uh, doing these, and all of a sudden... 200 and something now. It's going really yeah. well. Yeah. Good, stuff, Good stuff, mate. <laughs> Keep it going. Keep interacting. It's really fantastic. But yeah, thank you, Pablo. I really appreciate it. No, thanks for having us. Really enjoyed it again. Lovely stuff. Please make sure, if you haven't already, drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show we will see you tomorrow morning at 8 a.m i've got a surprise series coming up which i'm filming not filming but recording one later on for the first episode looking forward to bringing you something a little bit different we'll see you again very very soon and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.